This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, visit them at a ham fest near you or call 920-435-2973 or online at pl-259.com. It's Ham Radio. everyone it's time for ham talk live it's episode number 121 the baker island de-expedition live recorded live on thursday june 28th 2018 i'm your host neil rap wb9 vpg and thanks for tuning in to another episode of ham talk live tonight we're joined by Marty Soloway, KC1CWF, the social media manager for the KH1 Baker Island D-Expedition. And we'll have Don Greenbaum, N1DG, on a little bit later. And uh, possibly some other members of the team live from the island in, later on in the broadcast. And we'll take your calls live, as we always do. Uh, last week, Bart Yankee, W9JJ, and David Isker in one RSN were here to take your field day questions. Um, so if you missed that and you still want to listen to that, give it a listen at hamtalklive.com or the podcast version is available on most podcasting outlets, including Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeart Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, SoundCloud. We're also over on YouTube if you'd like to listen to it there. Um, so get your questions ready for the Baker Island expedition. They are on the air. And uh, we'll get the latest news from Marty, and then we'll talk to Don a little bit uh, later live on the island. And the phone number for you to call in is 812-NET-HAM-1. That's 812-638-4261. And uh, we'll talk with Marty first, but that's the number to keep handy. Um, when it's time to call, that's the number you'll want to call. Uh, it's not time just yet, but 812 638 4261-812-NET-HAM-1 is the number to call once we get to that point. You can tweet us anytime. You can tweet us now. That's at HamTalkLive. And then uh, you can also Skype us. Uh, we're on Skype as well. Just look for HamTalkLive on there. So I'll be back with the chicken and fries right after this word from Tower Electronics right here on HamTalkLive. Hey, honey, have you seen the PL259s? Anywhere? No, I haven't. Come on, kids. Let's go. There's just one place to go for all of your connector needs. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. A giant warehouse of connectors and adapters for every occasion. Thousands to choose from in every shape, size, and color. And they have antennas, soldering supplies, cables, meters, and more. Or where do you go if you want to buy a connector at a fraction of retail cost? Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. And this weekend only, take advantage of our special liquidation sale. Buy nine solder-type PL259s. Get the tenth one for just one penny. One penny. penny. 
They make great Christmas presents. And what better way to say I love you than with the gift of a PL259? Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Hi, I'm Scott Cole, KB9AMM, president of Tower Electronics. I like the company so much that I bought it. Tower Electronics, coming to a ham fest near you or online at pl-259.com. And we're in the yellow pages under Amateur Radio Connectors. My, wherever did you get that lovely PL-259? Tower Electronics, pl-259.com, or call 920-435-2973. Do we sell PL-259 connectors? Right now, you could be sitting on a beach, sipping a drink with an umbrella in it, and enjoying the good life. But instead, you've decided to listen to Ham Talk Live. So we thank you. And now here's Neil Rapp with more of the show. Thanks to Scott and Jill at Tower Electronics. They're going to be at Oak Creek, Wisconsin, that South Milwaukee, July 7th. At the Hamfest there, and then in August the 5th, they'll be in Berryville, Virginia, the 11th, Huntington, West Virginia, and the 18th and 19th at Huntsville, Alabama, or you can visit them any time at pl-259.com. Joining me tonight is Marty Sillaway, KC1 Chicken with Fries. KC1CWF. He's 16 years old. He became a ham at age 12 in November of 2014. And four months later, upgraded to general, and now he's an extra class. He enjoys tinkering, rag chewing, and contesting. He builds his own antennas and likes to help people get on HF and mentoring other new hams. He is the current and founding president of the Eastern Massachusetts Contesting Club, which uh, promotes contesting with kids in eastern Massachusetts. He's a past speaker of the Dayton Hamvention Youth Forum and often contributes to various ham radio podcasts, as well as co-hosting the Phasing Line podcast. But tonight, he's here um, from summer camp, where he's working, to talk to us about the Baker Island De-Expedition team. He's the social media manager for them. So, Marty... Welcome back. Thanks for having me on, Neil. It is always a pleasure to come on to Hamtuck Live. Well, we've got a, a special one here tonight because you've been uh, getting the word out on the uh, Baker Island expedition even while you're Correct. away working at, at, at summer camp. And, and he's the only person I know that takes his microphone to summer camp. There's no other person here that has a uh, high LPR 40 sitting on their desk. I can assure yes. you that. You know. I, 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 I'm sure. But but Marty does, because it's Marty. He does that kind of thing. And, and that's why we like him, because he does this. Well, remind us a little bit about this, the expedition. We're going to have Don on the sat phone, hopefully, as long as everything works. Uh, in a little bit, but uh, we're going to have to keep his time pretty short because the sat phone thing is is, is pretty expensive. Uh, so tell us about the de-expedition, uh, how it came about, uh, the website funding, all that kind of thing, so that we're not uh, 
we're not asking Don all that stuff. <laughs> sure, sure, Neil. So, uh, uh, Baker Island is uh, currently number five, and probably in the next day or two might drop a little bit farther down on the uh, most wanted list. That's you know the list of uh, the three hundred and some uh, DXCC current DXCC entities in the world, and uh, it's uh, there's a couple reasons for that. One, uh, to go there, we needed to get a, a SUP, a special use permit. Uh, from the U.S. Department of Fish and Wildlife, and uh, it's also quite expensive to go to. It's a six-day sail from American Samoa. Actually, our team left uh, Pago Pago American Samoa and had to sail on a uh, chartered yacht, another item of great expense, for six days. Uh, and we can get back to that in a moment. But uh, uh, Baker Island is a uh, hard place to get to, obviously, and that that's one of the reasons. That's another you know another reason why it's so hard to get onto the air and why it's not activated so often. It's, as I said, a six-day sail from American Samoa or Fiji, uh, not far from Tuvalu or all those uh, uh, islands. So it's a very interesting radio location because uh, you can work uh, Japan and the West Coast and even the East Coast pretty easily, uh, as well as, you know, VKZL. But it's a very, very hard path to work Europeans. So we have a a 12-man team, excuse me, uh, yeah, uh, there it's a fourteen-man uh, team, and uh, all very experienced uh, de-expeditioners. Our team leader, uh, who we will be hearing from in a moment uh, or in a little bit, is uh, N One DG Don Greenbaum, a local to me. And the other team leader on island is uh, Kevin K Six TD. Uh, now off island, unfortunately due to some health issues, he wasn't able to come on the team uh, to the island. But uh, Tom Harrell N Four XP was extremely involved in the uh, selection pro- the in the planning process. Now, as with any of these uh, island uh, de-expeditions, it is extremely expensive uh, to go on one of these ship trips. Our our uh, final budget is almost on the order of half a million dollars. Uh, with each team member putting up over $15,000 themselves, uh, our goal is that uh, the the DX, uh, the expedition community can can help with uh, a portion of our expenses. Now we were very grateful to receive an extremely generous uh, contribution from the Northern California DX Foundation. Uh, NCDXF was uh, extremely extremely generous in uh, in supporting our effort. Uh, without them, this would this would not be uh, this would not be possible. And uh, we were uh, we were able to secure. Uh, one of the larger donations ever uh, ever received from them. Uh, uh, just uh, 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 excuse me, uh, the uh, Bouvet uh, Island uh, attempt earlier in the year uh, received a little bit more funding, but we were very, very, very grateful uh, for all we received. And we had a lot of other great sponsors from Elecraft who provided with us with uh, K3 uh, radios and uh, KPA 500s as well as KPA 1500s to Stepper. Uh, who provided us with uh, uh, big IR and, and small IR uh, antennas uh, to take to our island, as well as uh, DX Engineering, who was a terrific supporter. Heil Sound provided our great headsets. Uh, and uh, we're just so glad. Rig Expert gave us an antennalizer. There's so many different people who have and organizations who have contributed uh, to make this happen. And uh, without them and their uh, deep trust in what we're doing, it would not be possible. Uh, so the the team left uh, their homes now uh, uh, over uh, some some over over uh, two weeks ago now uh, with the boat departed American Samoa 
on uh, June 20th. Uh, we uh, chartered the uh, Naya based out of Fiji. Uh, team, some our advanced team flew to Fiji where uh, a lot of our gear was shipped and it was loaded onto the Naya. And the, the Naya, which is a 120-foot uh, uh, diving expedition uh, ship, which was outfitted especially for our expedition, uh, sailed a few days to American Samoa where the team boarded to sail six days to Baker Island. Uh, now, this, this ship is a key part of our expedition uh, with three uh, 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 boats, uh, skiffs on board to uh, handle landing as well as a uh, chef and uh, uh, terrific cabins, terrific uh, able seabed on board to make sure that our voyage was safe and we arrived uh, ahead of schedule uh, in, in fewer than six days to uh, Baker. And uh, now we're at the point where uh, we're getting on the air. So uh, it took about a day and a half to set up all our stations with moving all our gear from the boat uh, to the shore. Uh, we do not have the ability to anchor. One of our conditions of our special use permit is we cannot anchor on uh, Baker. We cannot drop uh, anchor around the uh, uh, around Baker Island. So the boat's actually transiting in a circle around around the island uh, uh, as uh, as our operators are on land. And uh, we were able to slowly deploy and bring everything to the land. But our temperatures have been in excess of 100 degrees. Uh, with very little shade, which makes work extremely difficult. Uh, so uh, two nights ago, we had a, a just a torrential, torrential storm, uh, which was very unexpected and very out of uh, out of season, and it destroyed one of the antennas at the uh, at the water line, and also uh, flooded our digital tent. At the time, we had some some issues regarding our uh, our network uh, between tents and uh, some other technical issues, but we're slowly working out those bugs. So. From the beginning, we had to secure. We, we were very grateful for all our donors. You know, we're always still trying to secure more money to cover our expenses. Uh, but we uh, we started about a year a year and, and a half ago. Uh, I was first. Uh, I first talked to uh, the team leaders in uh, before uh, last July, almost a year ago, um, to June twentieth when the boat departed uh, Pago Pago, uh, to the twenty sixth when uh, we were already on Baker Island. And now we've been uh, QRV for over uh, 24 hours, so uh, it's it's been a long journey. Okay, so now now that they're there, uh, and we do need to to keep it moving here. Uh, when can we? Uh, how long can we expect to hear them on the air? So this the team landed on Baker on the 26th, and uh, the plan is uh, as of now to be QRV until the 6th of July. Uh, so that's a nice, uh, nice uh, big uh, window uh, for uh, everybody to work at more than 10 days. Uh, QRV is the goal here. Okay. And uh, what's the best way for people to get updates while they're there on the island? Well, there's two big ways we've been posting information. Uh, I'm in daily communication with the team as well as our, uh, pilot, our chief pilot, Don Mikes, AA1V. And we get uh, – we we're, we talk to the team several times a day both by uh, – uh, began and uh, Iridium uh, communications as well as uh, uh, Delarm uh, inreaches. So we, we can track the team and we can also exchange messages. Uh, so we are in constant communication with the team. And then we broadcast information to the outside world both through our Facebook group, uh, KH1 stroke uh, KH7Z Baker Island, as I believe we get to look up on Facebook, as well as our uh, news and press website, KH7Z.net. We also have another website, Baker28. 18.net that has more information but our actual live updates are being posted on kh7z.net 
Okay. So uh, how did the landing go, and, and then how are they dealing with that heat? So the landing was rough. There was some uh, surf to encounter uh, when the uh, team uh, made their attempts to land at the island. Uh, but we have an extremely experienced uh, uh, vessel crew and an extremely talented and experienced and prepared the uh, uh, expedition team. Uh, so we were able to successfully land on the island uh, with uh, a little bit of difficulty and a, and a couple wet pelican cases, but everybody was uh, unscathed. Uh, but temperatures have just been extreme and uh, work for more than half an hour outside in the heat is nearly impossible. And it's very difficult to erect uh, tents and generators and antennas, especially. So that has certainly uh, set us back in time. But we were able to be QRV almost 24 hours before expected. So that's just uh, uh, terrific. Okay. And and one question that's come in uh, from DD5LP over in Germany and from K0MD um, they want to know um, are, are, how are the conditions because they're seeing an awful lot of FT8, and we thought that FT8 was going to be kind of a backup plan, but there's an awful lot of FT8 going on. So, is that uh, you know due to conditions, or are the conditions pretty bad? So uh, we have been doing a lot of FT8 quite successfully. Um, the key to uh, to working us on FT8, if anybody wants to work us to FT8, is please, please, please go to K, uh, Breaker2018.net and uh, if you go to the uh, go to the uh, FAQ section on our website or the uh, latest news section on our website or the uh, or the uh, uh, homepage, I believe, and uh, you browse around, you will find. Uh, the very important information on how to set up your uh, WSJT software, uh, the, it has to be the 1.91 release, I believe, uh, into a de-expedition uh, mode. Because remember, this is not standard FT8. Uh, we are working several people at once, and if you do not uh, read the instructions, uh, bad things will happen. So please do that. But we've been trying to deploy as many modes and, uh, and bands as we can most effectively uh, to meet the demands, and we're trying as hard as we can to get as many stations on the air and working as quickly as we can. Uh, at this time, well, three of our, anten- our big antennas are up, and we continue to erect more, and six of our eight stations are set up. Uh, and uh, we have not done an initial satellite QS, uh, club log upload yet, uh, but we expect that to happen uh, before uh, 0300 Zulu tonight. Okay, well, we're going to take a break here, and uh, we're going to try to uh, to get all this satellite phone stuff worked out so we can uh, join Don uh, live on the island here in just a few minutes. So I'll be back with Marty and hopefully in one DG uh, right after this word uh, from the National Voice of America Museum of Broadcasting right here on Ham Talk Live. The National Voice of America Museum of Broadcasting, located in Westchester, Ohio, just north of Cincinnati, is only two minutes off I-75. The museum is the former home of the Voice of America Bethany Relay Station. Tours are now available every Saturday and Sunday from 1 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time. You can see the control room, a 200,000-watt transmitter, and the most comprehensive collection of inventions by the iconic Powell Crosley Jr. Also on display is a huge antique radio exhibit and R.L. Drake's personal collection of most every Drake amateur rig ever made. This is a unique opportunity to see amateur radio in action 
and have a chance to get on the air from WC8VOA. Admission is only $5 a person. The museum is located close to historic WLWAM and tons of shopping and restaurants. Take a trip to the VOA Museum or visit us online at voamuseum.org. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. As uh, you can probably tell, we're having some difficulties getting the uh, connection made over there to the island. So we're going to work on that here and uh, hopefully we'll get the technical problems worked out. Ham Talk Live is on the air every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time right here at HamTalkLive.com. And be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll... uh, We'll see how this is going to go. We're going to try plan C here and uh, hopefully be able to to get to these guys. You got to dial 27 numbers to to reach Baker Island. So um, it takes a little while and and we couldn't couldn't get through our normal way here. So we'll we'll, we'll figure it out and uh, and we'll get uh, the team on here. How are we doing, Marty? Stand by. Standing by. Okay, we've reached the Baker oh, Island Bar. We got and grill. it. Down around oh, the, the Baker Island Bar and Grill. <laughs> Hello. Oh, hey Kevin, how are you? It's Marty. Okay, little hot, little sweaty, little tired. Little hot. Dirty. Okay, is Don around, or do I have you? Yeah, here he is. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. Hi, Don. Okay, cool. NYDG here. Tell uh, tell uh, how uh, you're you're on live on Ham Talk Live here, and uh, I hope the audience can hear you. Okay, thanks for taking a second to to to, to break in here. Uh, how are things on Baker? Well, extremely hot, and as forecasted, a little tricky getting in and off the reef. It was a long voyage here, uh, but it's mostly the heat that's uh, keeping our work efforts on erecting the camp a little delayed, but we have four antennas up in the CW area. We have three antennas up in the sideband area and two in the digital area. We have all but one station up and running. Uh, The first night, we had one of these well, the second night, we had a very bad squall come through that broke most of the CW antennas that we had worked for two days to get up. Those are all repaired now, and we're making cues at a pretty good rate. So with the delay, we're up to 10,000 cues, but we'll take it from there because even though it looks like we're going to get some rain again tonight, we don't need to be out working, and if the winds are... Not too bad at one second. Hey Don, uh, we've had some uh, some people write in. Um, 
asking about FT8 uh, with the conditions there. How are the conditions, and is that what's driving so much FT8 right now? around the boat. Zillions of birds on the island. I mean, I've never seen so many birds, and they never shut up all night long. Freaking ass movies. Sooty turns. Probably a million sooty turns that don't know when to stop flying and squawking. But hands aren't too bad. We have over 500 cues on 160. We haven't seen 10 and 12 open even to Japan. Uh, side band is very slow, but when we can't make QSOs on side band, we're having very good luck on FT8, which we also started up uh, yesterday. And we're giving it a good go in all bands and modes. And tonight we will deploy the six meter antenna so starting tomorrow, we will be QRV on six meters. That's amazing, Don. You guys have been doing just a fantastic job. How have the pileups been? How are the what? Pileups. Pileups are, are great on 17 and 20. 40 has been spotty and... We only a few hours ago got up the 30-meter CW antenna, um, the good one. So the pileups should get better from here, but I don't think conditions. I haven't seen the solar flux numbers, but I don't think conditions have been extremely uh, since we got really going yesterday. But I could be wrong on that. Uh, yeah, well, you guys have been doing just a... Uh a great job with an A of six and a K of two and uh, no sunspots. So uh, you guys are killing it, Marty. Can we ask? Can we ask Don about that? It was was the FT eight driven by those yes, conditions. Yes, yes. Uh, I I can't hear Neil, but you can't. Uh, Neil asked uh, how what has been causing you guys to go to FT eight, not being able to get rate on phone. Well, say that again. You just. Uh, why have you been using uh, is is uh, using FT8 due to the challenges of phone? Yes, because what has been happening is the signals are right at the noise level, and FT8 is a low power, low signal mode. So by using as little as uh, thirty watts, we're able to work stations that don't hear us when we're running five or six hundred watts. So, one point last night, I was on first. Let's see if we lost him. Yeah, sounds like we lost him. We lost him. That was Don Greenbaum, N1DG. <laughs> Don, Don, ladies and gentlemen, and, and now let's, let's find out what frequency he's on and we'll go work him. <laughs> Uh, we'll see that's, if we can. We'll see if we can uh, finish it, finish it up. Can, can we try to get him back? back? Okay. Yeah, we'll see if we can get him back. Uh, uh, okay. But they're they're currently QRV on fifteen and uh, seventeen and uh, where else? Looks like fifteen and seventeen for sure. Uh, but it's it's as you can tell from hearing them, it's extreme heat and it's extremely difficult work. 50, uh, fifteen uh, CW two. Uh, but it's it's really hard, and they're doing an awesome job. 
They are. So we'll uh, we'll let you try to get them back. Do you need me to type numbers to you? No, I, I can do oh, this one. Okay. okay. No, we're not going to be able to get them back. We're not going to be able to get them back? No. All right. Well, okay. uh, are there, any, are there right. any calls? Okay. Well, let's let's find out. Eight one two Netham one, eight one two six three eight four two six one is the phone number to call. And uh, if you have a question, we'll uh, we'll get an answer here. Marty's uh, familiar with most of what's going on over there, and then we'll we'll see if we happen to find a way to get Don back here. Uh, but uh, at least we did get one uh, one question more or less taken care of. So. Um, if you had to recommend a way to, to get Baker Island in the log, what, what are your suggestions on, on how to go about that? My suggestion number one is to listen. My suggestion number two is to listen. My suggestion to number three is less, listen. My suggestion number four is listen. Listen, 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 listen. Only you sound like my you- Elmer. Because he always said it shouldn't be the push to talk button; it should be the release to listen button. Exactly. Uh, only call us when you can comfortably copy the operator. If the operator cop- copies you and you can't copy him, that creates a, a problem. Uh, so please make sure you're doing that. If you have a low power station, FT8 might be the mode for you. Uh, know that we're always operating split, and the operator is always announcing the split. Uh, so on code, you might be hearing somebody send up. Or uh, on phone, often listening five to ten up, or listening two one zero, or something like that. So listen to what the operator is saying because the operator is giving out instructions that are very important to get you in his log. He wants to get you in his log as much as you want to get him in in your log. So that's very important, and uh, make sure you're using FT eight correctly if you're trying to use FT eight. And similarly, uh, just just know that the first couple days it's tough if you're not so loud. Uh, but you will get in your lo- in our log. We will work you, and we appreciate you trying. And uh, it's it's going to be a great next uh, more than a week. So if you haven't worked us yet, no worries. There's going to be plenty of time too. Uh, we're putting in a big genuine effort. Uh, you know, if you want if, if you want to figure out where we are, we're well, we're always spotted. And uh, just listen, 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 and listen again. You have two ears and one mouth. You should be talking far less than you're listening. Okay, some good uh, suggestions there. And if you have a question, give us a call. It's 812-638-4261. Or you can tweet us. We're at HamTalkLive on Twitter. And I'll go over here and check that again, see if we have anything on Twitter. Um, totally. On phone. For, on phone. Uh, for that. Yep. Or you can Skype us and uh, and let us know. So, so once you do get – oh, we've got some – folks on the chat here uh, <laughs> and carl kd9 hqt says the birds have killed the call it's it's <laughs> you know they're they're on the other side of the globe sitting on a rock on the side of a you know in the 110 degree sun using a handheld satellite phone uh things happen mm. Uh, let's see. Uh, Bill KJ4ORX says, considering Baker's proximity to Howland Island, uh, do you anticipate gathering any propagation data that might provide insight on Amelia Earhart's navigational challenges for communications? 
we're not doing any particular research um, besides the fact that we do have a resource monitor uh, with us uh, for fish and wildlife, and she'll be doing a little bit of biology work on the island. Uh, but uh, this is, of course, a commemorative uh, uh, the expedition, and we are uh, commemorating what what which is now the 81st anniversary of her disappearance on uh, July 2, 1937, uh, where we will be on we will be on island during her uh, uh, disappearance. Uh, so certainly, uh, we we do honor her and respect that. Okay, eight one two six three eight four two six one. And what I was getting ready to ask, um, it once you do get the Baker Island call sign in your log, and then it's timed for QSLing. What methods can you use, and how can people get that all important confirmation? Uh, well, uh, most, most, uh, importantly, uh, OQRS by club log is, is the best way to do it. Uh, so, uh, you can, uh, you can, uh, send us a direct or a uh, request to direct your bureau card via OQRS online QSL request service, which of course is graciously, uh, provided by, uh, club log. Uh, so if you're an existing club log user, you do not need to fill in the details of the QSL yourself. Uh, club log will do that for you automatically from the KH1 log. Uh, that also reduces errors. So uh, after the expedition is over, OQRS will be posted on our website. You can also go to uh, clublog.org and click the expedition button to see if you've made it in our log. But please know that uh, there is a delay in the, from the time we uh, enter your QSO uh, until the time that uh, uh, the uh, it's uploaded, you know, 24, 36 hours it could be. We have not done an additional uh, upload yet. Uh, now, uh, so so just be wary of that. I just got a notification uh, from Don uh, that seems like I can call back. So uh, do oh, you want to okay. give that a try? Yeah, let's let's give it a try. We'll see if we can uh, get him back here. We have a few minutes. Uh, so, yeah, go ahead and try do to we have, do we have a call? back on here. Call. Uh, I haven't seen any calls or tweets yet. So uh, we've got a couple of comments on the uh, – comments uh on the spreaker site and uh, then we had a couple of those uh, that came in earlier about ft8 so um we'll keep watching for those so if you have a question you can give us a call it's 812 net ham 1 812 6384261 or you can uh, tweet us we're at ham talk live on twitter um, if you're on spreaker of course you can uh, type a comment and that'll pop up on the screen here and um, you can also Skype us. We're just Ham Talk Live on Skype. So uh, we'll try to get uh, get Don back on here and uh, see if we can get a few more minutes with him on the island. And we'd like to uh, to take a call if we could, but uh, we'll we'll see how that goes here. So uh, we got Don back. We got Don back. We, okay. we got Don back. All right. Yeah, we're back. back. Could you stick around for another okay, minute or two? Bad. We got disconnected. It's the the power of satellite tele, telephony. Yeah, it happens. Uh, thanks for coming back. Okay. So, uh, so uh, maybe uh, if we can have another minute or two of your time, uh, tell us about uh, tell us about living conditions on the island. How is that? Uh, all the team at night 
we also have a dining tent, 15 by 12 foot. We also have overflow if we need more people sleeping uh, because shifts aren't happening. Uh, there are three stations in two of the operating tents and two stations in another tent. The CW tent is about 1,200 feet, 1,200 meters away. The other two stations are separated by about 150 to 200 meters. The antennas are spread up and down the whole western side of the island. So we're not getting a lot of interference. Each day the boat brings in a hot meal at lunch. And we have, we make our own breakfast, usually scrambled eggs and dinner. We have sandwiches. The reef's kind of uh, rough, so we try not to go too many times over the reef. And there's only two four-hour periods a day during light um, when the waves are mid-tide and it's accessible over the reef. So um, it took us two days to get everything on the island with those restrictions. And we're not going back to the book box. So we're basically in a hundred and something degrees uh, during the day with bright sun. So How is filtering it? in the... Uh, with lots of fans inside the tent. So I had How are the temperatures at night? Oh, it gets quite cool. I bet it gets down about 100 degrees. Oh. Oh, nice wow. Nice and chilly. Nice and chilly. <laughs> it's the equator. There isn't much difference except no heat of the sun during the night. That's the only difference. Um, and you hope for a breeze because we have no fans in the sleeping tent. Most of us are just lying there. Uh, except for the night we had that rain squall when we were wondering if uh, when we woke up the tents would still be there. Understood, Don. Well, thank you so much for taking uh, the time uh, to talk to us tonight. No Don, problem. thanks, and and hope to uh, get you in the in my log. Very much so, Don. Very much so. One second, Neil. I'm going to step off okay. for a second. All right. Well, that's uh, Don Greenbaum in one DG live from Baker Island. And so we hope that uh, you are able to hear them. And uh, again, they will be adding more stations uh, as the the days go on here. But uh, looks like you have until July 6th to get them in your log if you want to do that. So Hopefully, uh, they'll get some breeze and, and kind of cool things off a little bit. Uh, but, uh, we're having heat indices up in the hundred, uh, range here in the Midwest, I know. But, uh, when, when the ambient temperature is a hundred degrees and then a heat index on top of that, uh, it's, it's that much worse. So, um, can't imagine, uh, what they're having to go through to, to try to sleep through that and work through that and, and get these, uh, stations all up and running but um sounds like they're off to a good start and uh, a little extra time a little bonus time so um that's uh that's always nice too that we get uh, an extra day or so of uh opportunities to get them in the log so we appreciate don and the team for uh um doing all this and we appreciate marty for uh 
going for plan C here on, on the uh, phone connection and getting everything uh, working and answering a lot of these questions. So uh, we've got just a couple of things left to take care of, but Marty, are you back? Oh, he is not back. Okay. I'm back. So, oh, he is back. back. Okay. All right. So any any last things here before we uh, take off that uh, that people need to know? Sure. Uh, basically, uh, we should see a, a log upload in the next two hours. Uh, all of our FTAQs may not make it fully in, but you are in our logs. If you got a double R and a 73 from us uh, on FTA, do not fear. You were actually in our log. There's no doubt of that. So don't lose oversleep on that. Any oversleep, any sleep on that, and uh, we'll hear from you uh, real soon uh, from King Henry One stroke King Henry Seven Zulu. Uh, and uh, just so you know, we've we've made over ten thousand cues, the majority of them in the last eighteen hours. So it's been very good. Obviously, the hundred to hundred ten, uh, uh, hundred ten uh, uh, degree temps for uh, weather has been difficult. Okay, and the uh, updates will be coming once a day, is that right? Once or twice a day, kinghenry7zulu.net. Okay, very good. So uh, you can check those out and make sure that you're there in uh, in their log. And uh, we've got uh, all kinds of stuff going on there, so uh, hopefully we'll have uh, plenty of chances for you to get in there and, and get it uh, in the log. So, Marty, thank you for coming on. It's my pleasure. All right. That's uh, Marty Soloway, KC1, Chicken with Fries, coming to you live from summer camp. So we appreciate him uh, doing that for us here tonight. Well, a couple of things I wanted to mention. Uh, this summer, we, we've got a lot of giveaways uh, that we're going to uh, have take place that uh, some of them I, I just kind of got sprung on me here a couple of days ago. But uh, Radio Waves has a... Uh, as a 40 meter bazooka that we'll be giving away later uh, on in the summer and also got a nice bag full of stuff from uh, Heil Sound this week so uh, we'll be uh, giving up some of that uh, as the summer goes on so make sure you tune in uh, live over the summer and uh, who knows you may uh, you may win something and and thanks to Radio Waves and thanks so much to to Heil Sound for providing those things and uh uh, getting that uh, out to our listeners. So I uh, just wanted to mention that before we go. And we've also got a new sponsor coming on soon, so we'll talk more about that here in a couple of weeks. Um, so we appreciate that as well. So we'll uh, we'll fill you in on that a little bit later. Uh, but right now we're going to wrap things up and uh, thank Marty again, uh, KC1CWF, and uh, Don in 1DG over on Baker Island and everybody out there in cyberspace for listening and calling in and uh, writing in. And we invite you back next Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Corey Sickles, WA3UVV, will be here to talk about system fusion. And uh, a programming note, uh, the show on July 12th will be at a special time. So don't miss it. It's going to be at 8 a.m. Eastern Time, not 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Eastern Time. And that's because Ed Durant, DD5LP, will be uh, setting up some audio for us from WRTC. And he will be there on hand so we can talk to some of the participants 
at WRTC right before the opening ceremony. So uh, we appreciate Ed uh, facilitating all of that for us. And uh, again, we'll be on the air at 8 a.m. on July 12th instead of our usual time because of the the time difference uh, over there in Germany. So uh, if you want to check out our upcoming guests, just go to hamtalklive.com, click on the show schedule button, and uh, you can see who's coming up over the next few weeks. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375. Hope you can get uh, Baker Island in your log. And as always, may the good DX be yours. <laughs> <laughs>